0: Welcome to the Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Genovese, Director at Oz Marketing. With me, as always, Oliver Young, Operations Director at the Young Automotive Group. It's a good day, Tim. It's a lovely day. Uh, Brad Taylor, Corporate Trainer with the Center of Excellence. Hello, all. And back with us again, Rachel Hurstbrunner, Sales Trainer, With the Center of Excellence and fellow multisyllabic last name haver. Multisyllabic. (laughs) Hi,
1: everyone.
2: Wow. Do you know what that means? No, I do not. There's many syllables. Several syllables in your last name. Several. Let's see if I can clap it. Hirschburner. Three.
1: Yeah, three. Pretty good. Do you
2: know how many are mine? Genovese. Four. Yeah, four. I can also do it by clapping. (laughs) If I don't clap, I'm
0: screwed.
3: So if there's any kids out there, you will use that information you're (laughs) learning in second grade.
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah, this podcast now for children. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, fantastic! And
2: Rachel, I want to thank whoa, you for. for whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, what? Yeah, Do you know what this podcast represents. Tell me oh, more. This is come on, yeah, out there. This is our 40th episode. 40th episode. Whoa. Whoa. episode. 40th. The big four zero. Four zero. Holy crap!
0: Podcast has officially reached middle age.
2: <laughs> Midlife crisis coming uh, yeah, up. Yeah, Absolutely. This pod- podcast is going to
0: buy a little convertible. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get its ear pierced. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's, it's gonna wear that be great.
3: Coe podcast T-shirt. That's
0: oh right.
2: yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's coming out. All right. Well, well, Rachel, I want to thank you again for for coming back with us, and I know that you've got a great topic to uh, to discuss with us, and I, I trust you're going to do a fantastic job with it.
1: Uh, yes, I'm going to absolutely uh, try my best. But thanks for trusting in me, Tim. One
0: hundred percent. It's important.
1: Absolutely. So what we're going to talk about today is actually trusting your managers or your leaders or that are within your store. So some crucial things for the foundation, for the amazing customer experience. So referring back to the previous episode where Brad talked about the rockstar service, creating that exceptional customer experience for the customer, we need to make sure we have our foundation of trusting our managers, trusting our leaders. So Oliver, I have a question for you. Why is it so crucial for a team or an individual to trust their manager?
2: Well, the foundation of working together is built on trust. You cannot work effectively with anybody if you don't trust them. Right. And that is especially true with your management, right? So the person that's supposed to be helping you, mentoring you, guiding you, building you, if you don't trust them, you can't progress. You can't move forward. You can't really succeed in, in what you're doing. Um, Now, a lot of times, though, as sales professionals, um, we don't have a lot of ego. Like we put all aside. uh,
1: (laughs) Absolutely no ego. That's right. We
2: have some egos. (laughs) And so some some of us think, well, hey, I'm the smartest person that has ever lived ever. I can do this better. Right. I can do this better than the manager. Right. You guys are a bunch of idiots and I'm the smart one. Um, Sometimes that gets in the way of a lot of people. Right, they think that they're more intelligent, more whatever, and then they actually think that their manager's out to get them. They're yeah. out to make my life worse.
1: They're doing it on purpose. They're
2: doing they're 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 making my life a living hell. Well, can't
1: believe they're making me follow this process yeah, this they're, way.
2: They're making me do these specific things, right? And they they actually think the opposite of what they're the intention, right? Because the manager's intention is really to help, because they've hired you. To help move something forward. And they've put that trust in you to hire you to do to do that. So if you if you don't build a foundation of trust between you and your manager, you're really gonna struggle for a long time.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Oliver. That's a hundred percent correct. I agree with you a hundred percent. Because trusting your manager helps guide the entire showroom floor service drive, the parts department, especially when change happens amongst your team, which is huge. Having that faith in your manager or the trust in your manager allows your entire team to see it. So what I mean by that is your customer experience, it creates that foundation that Oliver was talking about. Your customers actually pick up on it if there's something broken within the team. If you're not trusting your manager, the guidance that you're being given uh, you can actually be felt throughout the entire dealership. Brad, over your almost 15 years of experience yeah. with us, have you seen that happen throughout different companies or even our own company?
3: Yeah, ab- absolutely. I, uh, I've had the opportunity to experience both. A manager that I, I trusted, everything they said, uh, and I would do what they said, and the results happened. And I've also been in a situation where there was an individual that was a manager that no one trusted that individual and the results showed it we went from being very successful to something needing to change immediately and the downside is something did change and and uh, the company as a whole moved on from that individual but What was left in the wake were a bunch of other people or a a sales staff that trusted upper management, right? And they understood that this company does have the best in mind for every employee and for every customer. And so, uh, you know, having experienced that I do see how important well, it is to, to to trust your management.
2: Let, let me ask this question: To trust your management, does it mean you have to agree with every decision? No, absolutely not. And, and, and I hope that that is that is that that people understand that, right? To trust them doesn't mean you have to agree with every single little thing that they say. Differences are okay. Yeah. yeah, Right. Uh, Thinking a different way. It's healthy, right? You. If everybody thought the same way, that's a bad day. Yeah. Right. You need diversity. You need different forms of opinion, right? But trusting your management is to say, I I might not understand everything, and they might see a different picture than I see. I'm gonna move forward. Even though I might not totally understand or agree, yeah, and and, and really, that's loyalty.
3: Yep, yeah. and it's being able to bring up concerns or issues with a manager uh, to help you progress in your career or help move a deal forward, but knowing that they have your back.
0: Yep.
1: Tim, did you have something?
0: I did. Now, Rachel, you hit on something um, interesting a moment ago. You said your customers can see it when there's a breakdown of trust. And I'd, I'd like to know what you've seen or what anybody here has seen uh, from the customer perspective when that happens.
1: So I love that you brought that up. Thank you. Uh, the big part, because the rock star service or the exceptional customers, Customer experience when there's this mistrust or just difference on the showroom floor or even the service drive. It's actually a, a feeling. It's really strange that you can walk into a dealership and actually feel like there's some sort of disconnect.
2: Well, I, as a customer, <laughs> yeah, I've bought, I've bought something where I've ha- actively had that salesperson throw their management under. On the bus, the bus yeah. in front of you in front of me. Well, not in front of the management, but just right. They close the door and be like, okay, if you do this, you'll get this, but don't say anything. Cause my manager will come after me. So what does that make me think the, the salesperson's thinking the, 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 the customer's going to think I'm on their side and that's fantastic. But as a customer, what do I think? Oh crap. If this blows up in my face, is the manager going to be upset that like something else happened and then I'll be in a pickle? Right. right? I'm. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. You two don't work together. How can I work with your dysfunction? Because I don't want to get caught in the middle of you two disagreeing and me being left holding something bad. And so, what starts out as a, starts out as a, I want to be a, a, the customer's advocate turns in and and, and I'll. I'll bus huck my manager turns into this the situation where the customer's like, "I uh, this doesn't feel right to me. We, we uh, I I need I need you guys to be working together. Well, yeah, I absolutely. need you to trust
0: each other. There's there's two things that I see there too. Number one is the customer is seeing that oh this is not a well oiled machine. Yeah, right. Uh, number two they're seeing oh if if things go wrong I don't know who. I don't know who I can trust yep. as a customer, and I don't know yeah. who's going to have my back they don't as the trust, customer. If
2: they don't trust each other, how can they trust... How can I trust them? Yeah. And if a uh, if a sales professional
3: or a rep is trying to get a customer to do or say something, chances are that sales rep's not going to be there when I have an issue yeah. in the future. And I'm going to need to come back and communicate with the manager who's more likely to yeah, be there.
2: It's a terrible experience.
1: It's so vital to be able to have that trust between you, your manager, or your leader, who's on the showroom floor, service driver, and anything that you do. Uh, so my question is, and this is kind of open for all and Brad, uh, and Tim, what do you do when you don't have that trust there? You, it's okay to have the healthy differences, the different opinions, but when the trust is not there and something is happening amongst your team, what do you do? So your customers aren't the ones taking the, the brunt of it.
2: Okay. I got a weird, I got a weird answer.
1: Okay. We're ready.
2: Fight. <laughs> it's the weirdest yeah. thing. I, so What I mean by that is conflict. Healthy conflict builds trust. So walking into your manager's office and be like, hey, I don't trust you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Just as simple as that. That's crazy. Right? So conflict builds trust, right? Because when you don't trust somebody and you say, I don't trust you, all of a sudden, hey, you know what we're in? We're in a conflict. Why don't you trust me? And you have a conversation that's hard. It's a tough conversation to get through. It's not easy. when you're done with that conversation, generally, you've reached... A point where then you can trust, right? Because trust is a two-way street. The management needs to trust his rep, and the rep needs to trust management. And so, the good thing you can do if you don't feel like you have trust, or or if if you have earned trust, or you don't feel trust that you trust your management, is is is, is conflict. Talk through it. Walk through it. Well, trust is born from honesty and yep. the the
0: best way to have honesty, like the best way to show honesty is to have that conflict, right? That's, that's when people are most honest with each other, is when they're having those conflicts. And that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean be contemptuous, right? That doesn't mean, uh, you know, just be nasty with each other, but have that healthy dialogue, right? Have that healthy conflict. You know, friction is what makes energy, and energy is what makes the world
2: go round. <laughs> and, and the second thing I would say is um, loyalty, right? Loyalty builds trust. And a lot of times that's giving the benefit of the doubt. So giving the benefit of the doubt of saying, okay, I don't understand everything, but I am going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they mean the best, that they want the best for me, that the, the reason why they're telling me this is because it's what's best for my success. And so loyalty is defaulting to that benefit of the doubt and becoming... A, that the person that has their back, even when they're not looking.
1: Absolutely.
2: That's that, so those two things. Thank
1: you, Oliver. So one of the key things I was taking away from that is the communication. So not calling out your employee or your manager in front of the entire sales staff, but more an individual conversation to be able to build that trust and have that conflict. And it's healthy to have that conflict. Uh, Brad, do you have anything you want to add? Uh,
3: I just feel like when you are starting to have those feelings of mistrust, it's important to just follow that next request, right? If, If you're being asked to do something specific and you're having any feelings of mistrust, just not blindly follow, but you know, benefit be respectful. The doubt. Yeah. Give them the benefit of the doubt and do a, as you're told move forward. And if it doesn't work out, then let's have those healthy conversations. I mean, Oliver was the very first person to teach me how healthy conflict can build trust because it's okay to disagree, but at the end of the day, we're going to continue to work together and we need to be able to work together in a fashion where we do mutually respect and trust each other. Yeah.
0: And goodness, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is, is when somebody can't allow themselves to just see something through, you know, I already know what the end result is going to be. So why, why should I bother to see this through? Right. But you don't, you don't know what the end result is going to be until you do see it through. So yeah, give that benefit of the doubt and absolutely just see it through, see where it goes.
1: I love it. Okay. So on the flip side of this, Uh, what happens when you already have that trust with your manager or the leader in your in your store and change happens. So change. So where somebody is moved to another location or and someone else is brought on. So keeping that trust that's already been built within the team. But also what I'm wondering from experience as well, welcoming that other individual, the new individual that came from a different background or a different store or different experiences. So how to welcome those to be able to create that exceptional customer experience for the customer.
3: A a huge part of that is change is the only constant, right? As the group has grown, we've had individuals go to stores and uh, mesh with those new teams. Um, But it's important to understand that change is... Constant in our lives, and we have to embrace that change and accept the challenge of building new relationships and taking what was already working well and adding to it. Right? Uh, someone is added to a store, or someone goes to a new store to help bring about
0: a positive change. And I think also it just goes back to that benefit of the doubt. You know, when somebody new is brought in, you need you can't just have assumptions about that person right off the bat, right? You give them the benefit of the doubt that they've got the best intentions, right? That they're, they're going to, you know, do their very best to, whether that's a leader or whether that's somebody who's working under you, you've just got to give them the benefit of the doubt. I've always hated this idea that like respect is earned. I think respect is granted and respect is lost, right? Over
2: time. Absolutely. Here's an interesting, in change, to build trust, the best way to build trust is break bread. <laughs> so, and have a meal, um, huh? have a meal together. Have, have a, a meal. meal together. When you break bread together, uh, when you go out and eat, right? Especially if you're sharing um, something that you enjoy. You're saying, "Hey, I like this food. Eat this food with me," and they eat it, and they go, hey, that's pretty good," or whatever, right? You, what you're doing is you're getting to know them on a deeper level, mm-hmm. right? So, breaking bread with somebody is saying, take the time to get to know that person and who, what, you know, what, what drives them, what, who, you know, what's their family like, what's, you know who Who are they? that That's the best way to gain trust because you, you you'll be a, you'll be able to see them as a person and not just as a, your new manager or your new sales rep. You see them more holistically and it'll allow you to to begin those difficult conversations that, as you work through them, you build trust that you can lean on each other.
1: What I absolutely love uh, through that is you guys also, we all have the same goal. We mm-hmm. might come from different backgrounds, but that's the reason that we created the mission statement. Yeah, I mean, Oliver, you guys created Completely the mission agree. statement because we all come from different backgrounds to be able to trust our managers, to be able to welcome the change, because the same goal we all have providing that exceptional customer yep. experience.
2: We have that same mission and the same values. Absolutely. Right? And those are expected out of everybody.
1: It's huge. Huge.
2: So focus on what is shared, right? Focus on <laughs> what is shared.
1: So a huge part. So uh, an action item I have for all of you guys is to email to which email, Tim?
0: It's podcast at youngcoe.com. Sorry, I was reviewing my copious notes. <laughs> You're uh, just yeah, send it to podcast at youngcoe.com.
1: And this is something I welcome you guys to send over kind of a trait or who is your leader slash manager in your store and a couple character- characteristics about that person. So please send over an email those those items for your leader or manager to podcast at
0: youngcoe.com. There you go. Okay, fantastic. Well, Rachel, thank you so much. That's This has been super enlightening. Um, I do want to go over Tim's copious notes real fast. Insert the, the music here, whatever that's going to be. Um, <laughs> but we're talking about trusting your manager. And really, I think that this is, we've really talked more about just having trust in each other as opposed to just trusting your manager. But it is important to trust your manager. This is uh, the foundation of working together is built on trust. And you can't progress without it, and you can't progress if you don't trust your manager and if your manager doesn't trust you. Um, This helps guide the entire showroom floor. The whole sales team sees it if there's a breakdown in trust and a breakdown in communication. More importantly, the customer sees it. And when the customer feels that there's a lack of trust between you and your manager, the customer doesn't know who to trust, right? And that's when things start to fall apart. You cannot build a fiercely loyal following without trust from the customer. Um, You don't know, or excuse me, sorry, you don't have to agree with everything that your manager says differences are, are healthy, um, but you do have to trust that they have the best interest for you, for the customer, and for the business at heart. So, what do you do when you don't have that trust? Well, first, as Oliver so eloquently put it, fight. Don't don't <laughs> fist fight. <laughs>
2: No fist fighting. No fist fighting. None of that, especially
0: not on the showroom. Uh, (laughs) We're we're not calling people to the flagpole at 3 p.m. or anything like that, but have a healthy conflict, right? Trust is a two-way street, uh, and it's born from honesty, and honesty is going to come from friction, right? Friction is what makes the world go round. It's what generates energy, and it's what generates positive energy. That's what's going to be born of that that conflict. Uh, Just give the benefit of the doubt that the other party has good intentions because do you know what? 9.9 times out of 10, they do. And then just follow the next request. See where it goes. What's it going to hurt? It's probably going to go well. Uh, And then finally, what happens when change happens? How do you maintain uh, trust when somebody new is brought in? Um, Well, as Brad put, change is the only constant, uh, and we just have to embrace that. We need to give the other party the benefit of the doubt, again, that they've got good intentions. And... Break bread. Have a meal together. Take the time to get to know who that other person is personally. See them as a person because that's going to generate trust. And then just know that we all have the same goal no matter where we are. We, we're we all striving for the same thing. Copious. Very, very copious.
2: Cornucopia. Of copious <laughs> that's, zone. that's a different word. It's oh. a very different word. <laughs>
0: all right, guys. This has been fantastic. Rachel, I want to thank you again for joining us and thanks for for bringing your insight to the table here. It's been fantastic having you uh, all of Brad, thanks so much for uh, uh, helping with this 40th episode, not helping, guiding this 40th episode and happy 40 to everybody. Uh, If you're listening to this podcast, please do us a favor and leave us some stars on Apple iTunes. Leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, Share this podcast. Get it in front of your friends and your family members. Oliver, you look like you want to say something go buy a convertible and some Tommy Bahama shirts. (laughs) We're right after this. We're all going to get our ears pierced. Yep. (laughs) Uh, And uh, just thank you so much for listening and we will see you on the next one. Thanks, Tim. Okay, guys. Have a good one.